Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Master Your Coaching Biz, the podcast. And today's guest is Melanie Owen from Author Nation. And Melanie helps leaders, speakers, and entrepreneurs get unstuck while writing their book and get answers to all their publishing questions. So welcome, Melanie. Thank you for having me, Cheryl. Lovely to be here. Yeah, I'm excited for you to be here as well. So tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. So I'm the founder of Author Nation. Author Nation is a community of nonfiction authors. So essentially, somebody has an idea and they're excited about this idea. So they come to me and I'm like, I want to turn this into a book. And we create a roadmap for them. Uh, And then once they have the roadmap, because I believe you start a project knowing how long it's going to take, how much it's going to cost and all of those pieces. So I sit down and do that. We have a roadmap. And then once that happens, they come into the community and that's where they get the structure and the accountability and the motivation and the, you know, the like minded people to work with. And we do working sessions and they're there until their book is published and we help them launch it and off they fly. Awesome. I love it. Off they fly. Okay. (laughs) So tell me what, you know, what, why is writing a book a good idea, especially for coaches? Right. So I think there are lots of ways it can be a good idea. You know, what you want to do is figure out what your very specific goals are. So some coaches want a lead generation magnet. So I often suggest they do a very small book for this. You know, you want to do a booklet. Some coaches want to get more speaking gigs. Some coaches want to get more clientele through networking or whatever it happens to be. So you really want to understand your goals first. Be really clear on how is this book going to integrate into my business and not something a book coach, you know, like I can do for you is because people get excited. Someone's told me I should write a book. It's a new business card, but that's not what are you going to hand it out and walk away and never see the person again, right? You know, like that's what often happens with business cards. Maybe that's not such a good idea. And so, you know, you really want to set a goal and all of those goals are good, right? Using it for public relations, getting on podcasts, talking to journalists. There's so many good reasons to write a book. You just want to nail that down and figure out which it is and then which book you need to write to make that come true. Yeah. And then, okay, so once somebody decides, okay, I want to write a book and whatever reason, lead generation, get on podcasts, what have you, speaking, you know, how long does it typically take? Like I think about, you know, I started a book about four years ago 
And it sits, I mean, you know, it's not, maybe it's a eighth of the, of what I would think it was going to be. Right. It's just sitting there. Yes. And Cheryl, that is not uncommon. Just so you know, you are not in the minority, right? Like you are in the majority of people who I have this great idea. I'm going to start writing a book and it takes four, seven, 10 years. And there's, you know, if, if what you're doing is writing it, you know, bit here, bit there, that's perfectly fine. What I suggest is, you know, when you're ready to like, okay, I, this is it. I am, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write this book. And, oh, okay. I have to say, I love this question because you see people going, write a book in a weekend, write a book in a week. Yeah. No, as you know, four years in, you're still there. So what I say is once you've decided you're going to dedicate your time to it and you come sit with me and we do this roadmap to get your manuscript finished. I'm going to give you a minimum of six months just to get the manuscript finished. Sometimes it takes a year. Sometimes it takes 18 months because you have a life. You have family and friends and kids and a job and a business and hobbies. And, you know, you want to go to the gym and be healthy. So I like people to look at it in a realistic way. And so if you do have a book on the shelf, like you do, Cheryl, you know, when that time comes, I encourage you to, you know, either do a roadmap yourself, really understand where you're going. You don't want to sit on Google for six hours a day, looking up this and looking up that, right? So so this is what I do. (laughs) Here's your roadmap. So you don't have to waste time doing that and know that I'm going to fit this into a really busy life. And so if I only write 500 words a week, and I'm writing 50,000 words, this is how long that first draft is going to take and be realistic about it. That's okay. Yeah, I love that. Take some pressure off, you know, especially when you're when you're running your own business. So I like that. So what are some things that, that we need to consider as far as like writing a book that, that people will want to read so that we can use it for, you know, Legion or speaking or whatever? Absolutely. I'm going to give you the first three things you need to know. One, you need to know your goals and not just I want more clientele, but I am going to get more clientele by writing a book that is an asset that conference organizers will see as an asset and hire me to speak. Right. And then I'm going to have a plan to when I get off stage to not just sell a $20 book and have them walk away, but to get them on my email list so I can build an email list. Right. I'm looking for goals like that. Get so get really specific on your goals. Number two, once you know what you want, know what who your ideal reader is and know exactly what they want. What are their fears? What are their beliefs? What you know, what do they believe that you don't believe? Right. What do they want to feel? What what do they what do they want to be able to do that they can't do? Like just really get into who they are, what they're missing, what their obstacles are, what their pain is, what they, you know, what they need. And then from there. You have your goals and you have your ideal reader's goals. Come up with a really strong book concept. And once you have a book concept, you can do everything else. Your outline, your structure, how long it'll take. If you do this, you'll write a book faster, in fact, right? Yeah. It'll, writing will flow more easily. And uh, yeah, so that's those are the three things I suggest you do. That makes that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so would, is that kind of the three questions that you're asking yourself before you write Absolutely. Yes. Before you do anything else, you know, before you even create your roadmap, right? So that's the first three things I'll do with a client. And if we come to the end of that and they're like, "Mm, this this is not, you know, I don't have a book. This isn't what I need to do. This is, you know, then it's like, great. Now, you know, 
now you know that you need to rethink these things a little bit more and you know you can get coaching around or whatever you need but you don't want to jump into something oh so many people jump in and then they think because they've been writing it for three years there's something wrong with them because you see all this advertising write a book in a weekend you know they start internalizing that there's something wrong with them or they spent hours on Google. This is the kind of stuff I'm hoping to avoid by creating, you know, a place where you can come and really understand what's involved and, and get the support you need to get it done, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a community that does that gives the support, right? Yes, that's it. I strongly believe that authors need to be in community. And that includes when you're planning and writing your book, when you're publishing your book, and when you're promoting your book. Cross promotion. I mean, think coaches. Okay, coaches, you know each other. You, you know, one coach is a business coach, another coach is a personal coach, another coach is a relationship coach. And even within that, you can get niched and niched and niche different types of business coaches. If you have books, why are you not cross promoting them in your email list on your social media? Why are you not hosting events with and for each other? Authors do better in community and even in writing and publishing because there's so many questions you have. Should I do this? Should I do that? And you're you're kind of isolated and lonely. If you're doing it in community, as soon as you're thinking, I don't know what to do about this or should I write about this? Should I do it this way? Which story should I use? If you have a place where you can go and say, I'm stumped, yeah. then people can help you and you're, you're over it. You're over it. It's done and you get to move on. So oh, so important. <laughs> That's perfect. So just kind of thinking about the publishing piece. So once they kind of they've done the out the roadmap, they've, you know, they've mapped out the book and they've written it. Now there's two more steps, right? There's like the editing and then the publishing, right? So yeah. what's that look like? That those two things. So before you edit, you want to decide whether you're going traditionally published, self-published, hybrid published, partner published. You want to do a Kickstarter campaign for publishing. You want to figure out how to proceed. Because if you're doing a, um, you know, if you're, if you're going traditionally published, you don't need to spend all this money on editing because that's what a traditional publisher would do. What you need to do is spend your time and energy on writing a proposal and finding the right agent at the right publishing house for your book. So you write the, you write a generic proposal, then you find the right people to pitch to, you figure out what they need, and then you adjust your proposal according to each publisher or each agent you're pitching. If you are going self-published, then you need to decide, okay, how much am I going to invest in editing? Do I want to go through the beta reader process before I do a structural edit? Because that often helps clear up some issues that the structural editor now doesn't need to do, a little bit less money spent. And, you know, so there are all these decisions you need to make. Now, do you do traditional or do you do self-published? That's a big question. Yeah. The very short answer to that is how much control do you want? If you want to be in control, you need to be self-published. If you just want to them to go sell book and you never want to give a book away, you don't want to do a QR code to lead to an email list to, you know, yada, yada, go, you know, it's okay to be traditionally published. But if you want control over these things, don't go traditionally published. Because if you're like, well, I'm going to go give away a thousand books, they're going to be like, no, you're not. It's our money. Right. (laughs) So you have to understand what your goals are and back to your goals, right? Understand what your goals are to choose the right publishing path. Yeah. And that's interesting because, you know, I, I know a lot of coaches that have written books mm-hmm. and I think there's a misconception that you write a book and you're going to, you know, you're going to make a lot of money. 
And so I think the goals are really important because, you know, if your goal is to make a lot of money, then maybe a book is not the (laughs) the best way to go. I mean, it could be. It could be. Yeah, it could be. But if you're looking for it to be like a lead magnet or, you know, to, to improve your expertise, to kind of elevate your expertise, you're probably not going to make a whole lot of money off of a, like a booklet or a smaller type book, right? It, you need to, that's why I say you really have to have your goals. So James Clear wrote Atomic Habits. He has mm-hmm. sold about 5 million copies. He's a, so far, he's a one book author and he's made a lot of money. He blogged for seven years and built up a following before he sold his book idea to anyone. So can it be done? Absolutely. It's a business. So be prepared, right? If not, you're in the coaching business and you want to use a book for lead generation, then you're not going to go traditionally published or even do a big thing. You might just do a very small booklet for your, as a, as a gift, right? So again, it comes back to what are your goals, right? (laughs) Sorry, it always comes back to what are your goals, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And you might even do something just like on, just like on Amazon and not even, you know, kind of go the, even the full self-publishing route. Right. And that's a whole other strategy. Yeah. Right. With a whole different set of goals. Right. Yeah. Being on Amazon and nowhere else. That's that's a completely different animal altogether. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So now we've we've kind of covered all the, the basics of it. But mm-hmm. how do we like how do we make the or make but how do we get the people that are going to read it to really, uh, you know, read it, make write a review, recommend, comment, whatever the case is. Because I see so many people don't utilize you know, the power that it could have to have yeah. a book. So how do yeah. we do that? So most books, people read about 30%, Cheryl. So this is a really excellent question. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people think a nonfiction book is a dump of information. It is nowhere. It's not what it is. Yes, you're providing information, but you're also illustrating how things work in stories. You need to present people's obstacles and pain points. They're like, yes, this is how I'm feeling. This is awful. And then offer them encouragement, affirm, like validate the struggle. You know, give them, then give them insights into how they can change it. Give it a story that illustrates it. Use it affirming language, use encouraging language. There, you know, you also have to have your authority in there. Use humor, use insights. There's so much more to the content of a really good nonfiction book than just a dump of information. And that's something that's so important if you want people to read it and get really excited about it. Yeah. So it's like taking them through a journey like we do in our coaching, right? Like you have to take them through that, you know, excitement and commitment and uh, <laughs> and then turn them into your raving fans, which is going to help them to comment and recommend the book. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Um, so we're actually coming to, down to the end of our time, but you do have a free gift for our audience. Is that right? Yes, most everything we've talked about is in there. So it's a pl- it's called a planning checklist and people think that'll be simple, but it's actually really involved. We talk about your goals and your ideal reader and your the market and the timelines and deadlines and budget. I even have pre-launch stuff in there so you know what you're getting into before you actually start writing the book. And so there's a lot in there to help you decide, like, do I really want to write a book or not? And if I do, what do I really need to understand? before I say yes, because I think it's really important you understand this before you say yes. 
So that's a planning, it's called the planning checklist. It's really a lot more. You can find it at authornation.online forward slash planning. Okay, awesome. Thank you. And that link will, of course, be in our show notes, as will the website and um, Melody's social media links as well. So thank you so much for joining us, Melody. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And I'm curious to hear uh, from you if you're thinking about writing a book. Uh, and where you are in that stage, just shoot me an email or visit us on uh, any of our social media or the website. So thanks a lot, guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.